Hey, employers, you got an opening? <laughs> Emily Schrammick wants to fill it. The Auburn senior from Birmingham's Mountain of Oaks has the skills to pay the bills, which is exactly why she chose chemical engineering in the first place. <laughs> You're welcome, Stanford. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Hello, friends and loyal listeners. Thanks for uh, sticking with us here at the best podcast in all of higher education. Hashtag Getting, the award-winning Hashtag Getting, brought to you by the Office of Communications and Marketing within the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering uh, I'm your uh, co-host, Jeremy Henderson, a communications and marketing specialist, uh, they say. Over here, scratching his face, is uh, Austin Phillips, the Austin Phillips. Not Austin Phillips, the uh, mechanical engineering genius. Podcast guest. No, average Austin, we call him here. Yeah, and I wasn't scratching. I was wiping a tear because <laughs> today tear. is Chris Anthony's last day. Oh, and gosh. Addition by subtraction. <laughs> I'm glad we're gonna miss him. And a little I don't know boy. where your comedic relief is gonna come from. That is anymore. that is true. Yeah. It is gonna be bad. I'm yeah. still gonna dog the yeah. H you out still, of I was you still got Lauren. You can throw oh, shots. True. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. True. True. Speaking of sure. Today we are joined. Uh, well, Austin's the. Uh, he's not the engineering uh, mechanical major. He is the. Uh, he's the director of the Office of Communications and Marketing, and I. I'd, I'd be remiss if I once again forgot. I was about to say you Marcus forgot Klutz him on the over last here on one, the keys. Chop liver. When's the uh, When's the big match coming up, Marcus? July, July MMA. Are you, are you fighting again? Uh huh. Again? <laughs> oh, it's already happened before. I, I didn't know yeah. it already happened before. He Emily, got, he got kicked around. Emily, to your left <laughs> is a uh, jujitsu. Uh, expert we call him connor uh call, we call him connor connor does uh today we were joined by emily schrammick i nailed it didn't yeah, i yeah absolutely nailed it and from here on out it's just emily schrammick yeah yeah, yeah. you don't have to say it again you introduce me twice let's just stick with him uh emily is a, a chemical engineering major fifth year Due to some COVID, or no, some Rona wrenches. Rona wrenches. That's yeah. where we are. Rona has a way of throwing wrenches and things. It sure does. And uh, but also a a, a cupola uh, yes. ambassador. Yes, yeah, I we've, am. We've had some impressive cupolas. And haven't we though? Past. And she's even repping the sweatshirt today. Mm-hmm. I live in this, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> I, the only thing she really hasn't done is listen to the podcast. From what I can tell, no, at least she in terms to the of her Auburn one. experience. Yeah. Y'all been doing it too she, long. She, I don't I, remember. She saw a flyer. I think. Yeah. yeah. No, she remembered that. That yeah. was good. Emily, can't thank you enough for joining us. Uh, and, and and I mean, chemical engineering. Why'd you go with the easy one? <laughs> I mean, That's why don't you want to you challenge ask. yourself? Well, actually, my sophomore year of high school, I googled top paying jobs uh, fresh out of college Ooh. and petroleum engineer actually popped up but auburn doesn't have petroleum engineering um and so i picked chemical because that was this number two so uh in all honesty that's how it was and i was in my chemistry class so i liked it so i was like sure physics you know chemistry no biology i have a very big like hate biology for some reason <laughs> so i'm not on I the pre-med too. track at all yeah i love all the other sciences are like Life. amazing to me Ugh. great <laughs> 
<laughs> no, exactly. I was like, it's just too much going on. I don't want to deal with that. So I picked chemical, and then luckily, I ended up actually liking it when I figured out what it actually was. So what I'm, is it? You know, that's a great question. So on my tours, the way I describe it is, I thought I'd be wearing like a white lab coat and you know mixing chemicals and beakers and all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. Well, that's a chemist, not a chemical engineer. Yeah, I've always wondered what the difference is. <laughs> yeah, there's so basically what a chemical engineer does is takes whatever a chemist comes up with and says, how can we make tons and tons of this chemical that you made in this lab? But when you have tons and, you know, cubic miles per hour, all this or whatever, all that fun stuff going through plants, all the chemicals behave a bit differently. And so you have to kind of focus on the physical properties of chemicals and like separation columns, all that stuff you hear about. So we have whole classes dedicated to separation columns, reaction engineering and all that stuff that a chemist does, but on a bigger scale, essentially. And you like that? You know, I I got lucky that I actually did. <laughs> do I want to do it every day for the rest of my life? That's a different question. Mm-hmm. But Whew. I did enjoy my classes a bit. Well, sometimes. When it wasn't like 3 a.m. in the library, I liked my classes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mentioned high school. Where was high school? Uh, Birmingham, Alabama. So. Yeah. What school? Let's talk. Oak Mountain High School. Oh, okay. If you heard of that She's one. She's over the mountain. Yeah, yeah. Vestavia. Maybe oh, you've heard of it. I have heard of Vestavia. <laughs> Vestavia. Ah, <laughs> Vestavia. Vestavia. Yeah, Vestavia to you. So, <laughs> actually, uh, the, that's a side note. Oh. Uh, I, we were doing the alumni, departmental alumni awards, and I think it was Andy Novak from Civil. You know, Andy's Polish, and he's he's got an accent. Person was from Vestavia, and he pronounced it Vestavia. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I had a mute laugh going on there a little bit. So, but you know, you're a cupola. You lead the tours and everything. Did you take a cupola tour whenever you were touring Auburn? I did. I actually sat in this very room for my info session. Get out of town. And I think it, I don't, I think Full it was, circle. I know. And that was back when I was a senior in high school. So that was 2016. So it's been a hot minute. Do you remember who led your cupola tour? No, but they also went to Oak Mountain, which was pretty crazy Weird. small world. It is. Yeah, I couldn't tell you their name. I got asked that exact same question in my cupola interview. See, that's so. how big Oak Mountain is. If you had said that about Hueytown, I'd have been like, oh, that's yeah. my brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, wh- where else did you look and why did you decide on Auburn? And then why did you decide on Auburn Engineering? That's a great question. Um, so I kind of have a backwards story when it comes to why, how I ended up here. Um, my goal ever since my sophomore year of high school was to go to Stanford University. That's mm-hmm. Stanford with the T, not Stanford in Birmingham. Yeah, I've um, never heard of I've them. never heard of either <laughs> of them, really. Yeah, yeah, I know. They're kind of really irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, so I applied uh, and I did early admission, but that 9% acceptance rate didn't quite make it. So I kind of just was like, Okay, I guess I'll go to Auburn. In-state tuition really sold me. So I did my Cupola tour after I had committed to coming to Auburn. And so when I came on my tour, I ended up falling in love with it, as Auburn does usually when you come here for a tour. Um, so again, I for some reason, what made me like get sold on Auburn was actually the pendulum in Ross, if y'all have ever seen Absolutely. that. Absolutely. It's gorgeous, and it has literally nothing to do with chemical engineering, <laughs> literally whatsoever. Yeah, but for to... some reason on my tour, I said, this is gorgeous. I could see myself studying here for hours on end. And this was before... Um, 
uh, Brown Copal had even like started construction right, right. too. And so for some, that was like what sold me on it. And so I ended up coming here mainly for the in-state tuition, not gonna lie. But I, on my tour, I really thought and like could see myself doing Auburn or doing engineering here. And like I said, my sophomore year of high school, I had that, you know, Google moment. Um, and then as I took like, you know, higher AP classes, my junior and senior year of high school, I um, realized that engineering was basically, I could do all of my favorite classes without English or history. So mm. that was really what sold me too. And just the versatility of engineering in general. Well, what um, language do they speak in the classes? I, sometimes I don't even know. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, that pendulum is in the Aviki Atrium. It's oh. a really nice place down there. Are we talking so. Dion? The Dion's brother. Dion's brother. Diaco. Diaco. Diaco and his wife, Angela. They, they, I got to get over there. That sounds yeah. awesome. Just wanted, Maybe I'll be I a just chemical wanted, engineer. I just want to drop a couple more of those. <laughs> yeah, no. Was, was, what I love is we just mentioned a university, Stanford, with a T. And my, how things come full circle that you didn't go to Stanford, but yet you were one of eight Auburn students who are the first from the Plains to partner with fellows at Stanford University's Hoover Institute in conducting research and initiatives for the Alabama Innovation Commission. Yes. How cool. That, <laughs> was, How cool. That, was a, that was awesome to watch right there. Awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, I, but I got to hear it. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I'm sure you're probably aware of this, but, you know, I, um, Someone you all may have heard of, our namesake, Samuel Ginn. Mm. Um, he is uh, active with the Hoover Institute, good friends with uh, someone else you may have heard, Miss Condoleezza Rice, former Secretary of State, who runs the Institute. And uh, Mr. Ginn had a large part in um, who were the students that we were going to send. And to be one of four that were selected that are cupola how awesome is that and how honored are you to be able to participate in this well it's i really can't put it into words sometimes um i definitely posted it to my facebook so <laughs> that is definitely <laughs> facebook work it out which actually <laughs> ended up working out well for me because a couple of jobs have kind of you know started coming the works i'm mm-hmm. still unemployed in case you were wondering it but, won't, hey when this <laughs> thing goes live that won't be long yeah. <laughs> but no it's actually a really really cool not just being able to work for Stanford and all that, but the research that the project I'm working on, there's so there's four cupolas on each project, um, and so they're kind of doing other different things, and the one that I'm working on is focusing on broadband education throughout the state of Alabama. Um, I think Alabama is ranked 50th yeah, in education. It's, it's pretty bad. Uh, yeah. Well, even uh, Mississippi's doing better than well, us. Well, <laughs> you know, and I, and I give people, um, you, you hear that a lot of times, I, you know, and I'm one that I received a phenomenal education too, for sure. uh, in a public education through high school, elementary school, all the way up through Auburn. Um, some of you may or may not know I got my master's at a place near Northport, got a phenomenal solid education. So we have great educational institutions, but I know things you're talking about in some of your black belt counties around Lowndes County, Wilcox County, some of these counties. You know, internet access is not just as ready, readily available as it has been to some of us that grew up in Jefferson County. So, yeah, yeah, or where Marcus lives up north of Farmville, it's a little, it's a little touch and go. Yeah. Uh, so that's awesome that we we not only have uh, people like you working on it, but people from our state working on things that are going to help enhance and 
propel our state. Yeah, definitely. And I think what we're really focusing on and what Alabama has been doing in the past has been more trying to recruit, um, you know, people from outside of the state um, in the higher education and things like that. Whereas rather than focusing it on the, you know, people that already live in Alabama are growing up in Alabama and have, are going to these public schools and they don't have the access, like I said, to, to that broadband internet to be able to support maybe some teachers don't teach AP, whatever the students want to take. So it opens a lot of doors in this day and age when everything's kind of online. Um, so the research we're doing will be more of focusing on how we can, you know, the benefits of investing in that. So really what I'll be doing on like a day-to-day basis is I'm interviewing superintendents throughout the state and kind of um, analyzing their abilities to have, you know, broadband internet, how much what they need and all that kind of stuff to see what we can do. And maybe the Alabama Innovation Council can invest more in that um, to kind of eventually, it'll be a long-term, you know, benefits because obviously the kids have to go through K through 12 before you can really get to the higher education. Um, But it's, it's been super interesting so far. I haven't interviewed superintendents yet. I think we're going to start that in the next week or two. Um, But I'm really excited about it. And again, it's been an absolute honor to be selected to do it as well. I was the one selecting the cuplas, so I did pick myself as one of the four. So <laughs> take with that what you will. Hey, that's <laughs> the always, you know, the people always say, do you vote for yourself? I've always been one of those always. that if you don't, you're an idiot. Yeah. You know? How do you expect other people to vote for you? Absolutely. If you're not vote for Amen. Amen. <laughs> Great job. Well, we talk about Cupola. What's, what's that experience been like? I, well, for, and first, remind our remind our listeners, what are the Cupola Engineering Ambassadors? And then what has that phenomenal experience been like? So uh, the Cupola Engineering Ambassadors, our motto is to promote, unify, and serve the College of Engineering. <laughs> Before you said I was going to be like, can you give me can that? <laughs> that's a question in our yeah, interview. That's... You know, Austin. But, uh, but yeah, so promote, unify, and serve the College of Engineering. So essentially what that, the main part of our job is to give tours to potential high school students or potential Auburn students, um, including also sometimes alumni will come for tours, so that as well. Basically, we just represent the College of Engineering to any outside um people from Auburn and if we have any events things like that you'll see us in our polos outside there you know love great those. people <laughs> mm-hmm. I love the polos too um, but I was selected back in 2018 I've been here for a minute um, so that was about three years ago and um, at first I was kind of like oh, this is a lot of memorization and a lot of understanding other majors that aren't mine because obviously you're not always going to give a chemical engineering tour it'll sometimes be mechanical or um, sometimes or electrical is my weakest point um but so the first like two years i kind of just rolled with the punches and you know did my duty of my two office hours a week minimum commitment and then my fifth year i served as uh the executive chair for cupola so that was an absolute pleasure of so i got i was actually selected back in february and we had the rollover at the end of February in 2020. Mm. So you can imagine yeah. how that went. <laughs> well, welcome to be the chair. Exactly. Here's a pandemic. So it was like everything I thought I was going to be doing, I wasn't <laughs> doing. So we weren't doing tours, obviously. No one was yeah. on campus. So the first like six months was kind of just, I don't know. I don't know if you all know Jim Killian, but incredible dude. Who? Jim Killian. <sighs> yeah. Uh, dude, you never heard of him? <laughs> I've heard of him. But I think he's been here for only a couple years. Yeah, so you just, probably. <laughs> 30 or 40 or something. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> 
<laughs> was loved, that good? That was beautiful. Uh, I love JK so yeah. much. Um, but I wouldn't have been able to do it without him. He was basically, it was me and him. Just We've never, he was like, I've never seen this before. I was like, oh, well, I don't know what I was going to do in the first place. So we'll just roll with it together. Um, so we had to do a lot of different things in the past year. That whole year was essentially COVID experience. Um, but even within that, uh, a lot of what Kupla is on the you know, organization side is a big group of nerdy friends is the best way of putting it. Um, so we're all engineers. So we all hang out together in the office and things like that. So my last year was definitely my favorite year by far. Um, that being said, when I, we had our new executive chair come in back in the end of February, um, it was a bit of relief (laughs) when that happened just because it is a lot of work, you know, all the behind the scenes and everything. Um, but the opportunities that have come through Cupola have been insane. So if there's any engineers out there wanting to apply, applications open in January, <laughs> definitely apply. Um, but yeah, that, it's been the best organization that I've been involved in on campus by far. Who's the exec chair now? Uh, Raj Patel. Okay. He's killing it. He's He keeps texting me things and asking, like, did you guys do this? How did you get block seating? Well, we didn't have block seating when I was exec chair. We didn't have this. Yeah. I was like, We didn't I, have a regular football seat. Yeah, I was like, the things that I had to do were completely different than what you're doing now, but he's he's doing an incredible job right now. So, I, And we haven't had a guy as the chair in several years now. Since my first year was Jacob Beauchamp when yeah. I was, so that was he and got. Shinert was kind of around there. Chris Shinert was maybe a little bit I think before him. that was him. before my yeah. time, yeah. But then it's been, it's been mm, a good lot for of, then. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel your pain with Jim because Jim retired in <laughs> October and I got this job. And then four months later, we all went home. So, yeah, I feel, I feel, <laughs> I feel your right. pain because I imagine having to manage Jeremy knowing <laughs> he's at home, yeah. probably shirtless, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, sleeping. Yeah, definitely so. shirtless. <laughs> There's no, no probably about it. <laughs> Even on the Zoom call. So, so you're graduating. You're graduating uh, August? August. Yeah. Yes. August. Yes. So what's what's going to happen in September? That is a great question. I We've had a lot of great questions. On this <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I guess y'all are really just killing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, Why we do this for a living? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, like I said, I'm currently unemployed. Um, <laughs> so the job search, I'm sure y'all can imagine, is really great right now with all of that. Um, but there are a lot of jobs out there. Now. There are. It's it's a lot better than it was this yeah, time last yeah. year, for sure. And so especially I, as we start getting out of this pandemic, you know, there mm-hmm. there are jobs out there. We even have there. one open in our office. <laughs> yeah, if all else oh, fails. Uh, Benedict yeah. Anthony decided to yeah. take his talents <laughs> elsewhere. And so, <laughs> yeah, well, Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, we'll take a chemical engineer. It might be a good idea to like get some, you know, get somebody with some skin in the game. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Yeah, it's work for development. So, so where I was trying to come up with a Chris joke. So, what were you saying? What's happening? Oh, 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 no. On the job search, though, is is there anywhere you're looking? Are you open to moving? Where would you want a job? That is is a great question. Again, sorry. Describe it. Um, So I kind of say it always as anywhere but the southeast. I have been here since I was seven. I was mm. born in Maryland, and my parents moved back to Maryland three years ago. Um, so on Christmas break, I go back to Annapolis, Maryland. Um, so I don't really consider it home because I don't have any friends there, mm-hmm. unless you consider your parents your friends. Oh, um, they should be. They, they are. They are. They have a boat, so, you know. Ah, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, okay. Moocher. Yeah, yeah for it. sure. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, basically anywhere outside the southeast. Um, I was interviewing with a company out in San Francisco um, called Carbon Lighthouse. So my dream is to move out there, um, as it has been since, you know, there's a trend here. Um, But 
back in or I've been following the company for about three years and they do uh, green energy and things like that. So I had an interview with them um, and then my start date was going to be too late in the game. Um, so I'm going to have to reapply for their next round of hiring essentially. Mm. Um, but that will hopefully be where I end up in September. Um, I also have a second cousin as I found out he commented on my Facebook post about the Stanford thing. There you and go. He works That's how you found out he was your second cousin? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> my my dad didn't really talk about his family, so then that sparked a whole oh. other family lineage oh. conversation. Turns out he has like fifteen cousins. So I was Golly, like, okay, a lot of shrimps uh, out there. Uh, you know, we wouldn't any of them I'm related to. I think is really <laughs> how it is. So. Yeah, yeah, it's not <laughs> a good smith. chance. There yeah. is an Emily Shramick out in Illinois though that sometimes I get her emails and she plays basketball, and that's like the one sport I didn't play. So <laughs> huh. I, it's a pretty small world. In, the, in well, a if you get way. out to San Francisco, we've got another Ginning alum. Uh, Logan Easterling um, was a mechanical. He worked in the dean's office, and he's got a job out there. And has been in San Francisco probably for a year was and a half. Was he a cupola? No. no, Logan wasn't a cupola, but he was no. a superstar stu- uh, student worker for us. So. Yeah, I... I don't. I want how many. I want how many friends. So well, I definitely look, look him up. Logan's an awesome. One. I also. Mm-hmm. I've kind of been manifesting it because obviously I don't have a job offer, but I, I, told, I hey, feel like the more I act like I'm moving there, it'll end up happening. Listen, so. I already told you. Get that LinkedIn uh, up to date because when this thing goes live, <laughs> you better, you're going to have to call Network Services because that email's just going. Oh yeah. Be. And maybe Logan's episode can be your very first to listen to. <laughs> Ooh, second. Come second. On. Uh, yeah. No. Somebody no. votes for themselves. is going to listen to her own <laughs> first. True. Okay. All right, second one. Uh, Emily, can't thank you enough for being in here mm-hmm. and, and joining us, and uh, especially since you really hadn't you know thought much about the podcast <laughs> apparently ever. But uh, but no, thanks a ton, and congrats on the success this Hoover Institute thing. Awesome, and Cupola, I love that sweatshirt. See, looking forward to see where she ends up next. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. and I give JK wait. our best. Of course, tell always. him to come see us. Yeah, for sure. War Eagle, War Eagle. War Eagle.